little bit earlier, we were chatting about ArriveCan, which, by the way, we used to talk about every single day because people hated this app so much. This app has been one of the biggest lightning rods, certainly, of the pandemic. And it has been, since then, a never-ending headline for all the wrong reasons. And I don't think it's getting the attention it deserves because there's just so much going on because we have this uh, obsession over all things gender. But, again, remember... This was the app that we were told we had to have. It was our ticket to freedom to travel. It was budgeted for 80 grand. 80 grand was what we were told we'd pay for this app. And it ended up costing us 54 million bucks in what has now become a boondoggle. Um, and now is under a police investigation as well as committee hearings in Ottawa. It's really gross. And we'll learn even more because on Monday, the Auditor General, Karen Hogan, is going to be releasing her report into what she is seeing, like who got what, how did people get this money, <laughs> who, who signed off on this. But nonetheless, then there's this other part of it. You know, we've got all these allegations, all these issues, and, and the fact that this thing didn't even work. The Trudeau government then hands out $342,000 in bonuses to the people who were working on it. Like, whatever happened to earning your your raise? And again, in a climate like this, I would hazard to say no one in the private sector got that. But let's bring in Franco Terrazano, Federal Director of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. Good morning to you, sir. Hey, good morning, and thanks for having me on. How'd you guys find out about this little nugget? The, the, the Arrive Can, i got to be honest, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Well, yeah, unless your taxpayers paying the bill, hey? Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. Then it's the headache. That keeps coming back every single morning. So we got our hands on these documents. These are government documents. They were released through an order paper question where MPs can ask government uh, bureaucrats for certain information. They did. We picked them up by going online through the portal. So let me just break these numbers down because, folks, it's even worse than the top line figure. Okay, so the Fed handed out more than three hundred and forty two thousand bucks in bonuses to executives who are working on the Arrive Can app. But hold on a second. Now, hold on. Was- are, these the, are these the execs that are under investigation? Well, I don't know which ones are in, under investigation. And we weren't given names, right? We were just giving the number of executives who got a bonus and the total amount of bonuses. So $342,000 in bonuses handed out to eight executives that were working in one of the departments, the public health Agency of Canada, who were working on the Arrive Can, okay? But hold on a second, because there was two other government departments that were also, let's say, involved with the Arrive Can app. There was the Canada Border and Services Agency, and then there was the Public Service Procurement Canada. Now, those other two departments wouldn't even say if their executives who are working on this app got a bonus or not. So at the very hmm. least, Taxpayers wrote $342,000 in bonuses to the executives at one federal department. And it doesn't sound like much, right? Like $342,000, that's a pretty good day for, for, for the, uh, the current, current uh, cabal. But again, um, it's just one in a series of like, we reward for failure. We've yeah, just gotten no into kidding. the steady groove of it, right? No kidding. This is the ultimate example of giving government executives a taxpayer-funded bonus even when they fail. And like, just think about the perverse incentives at play here, right? It doesn't matter if you blow $54 million on an app, a can debacle. 
because you're going to get a bonus anyways. Like, where is the accountability? But, folks, if you'll indulge me for a second, let me give you a little bit of a taxpayer timeline on what happened in the cost, okay? So, as you mentioned, mm. back in April 2020, this thing was launched for a cost of 80 grand. Then around July 2022, we find out that somehow the app cost balloon to, what, $26 million? And then a couple mm-hmm. months after that, we find out the cost ballooned to $54 million. Now, this cost drove the tech industry crazy that you had a couple yeah. independent yeah. techies <laughs> recreate the app. What was it? Over a Thanksgiving weekend, you had another mm-hmm. techie say that the app should have been developed for around 250000 bucks. So, Alex, let me just give you a simple analogy here. Imagine you take your car to the mechanic for a simple fix. The mechanic tells you it's going to cost 80 bucks. Then you find out that simple fix is going to cost 2600 bucks. Then you get the final bill back. It's $5,400, and the invoice is redacted. You'd be losing your mind. You'd be furious. But that's exactly what ha- happened to taxpayers, no matter bonuses anyway. Yeah, and we but we have seen this, right? We have seen this kind of over and over and over again where people are getting rewarded for failure. For me, this should have been a no-brainer that if anything under investigation, we're not giving out any money right now because everything's in a bubble of hold, right? Isn't that isn't aren't there aren't there procedures in place, Franco? I mean, I know the answer to this question already, but I'll ask it. You know that if something is not looking correct in in government of any level. You know, once you've put the, okay, we got to look into this, why, why would there not be an automatic, we don't award anything until we figure out what's going on? Yeah, because that's too much common sense. You know what I mean? I mean, But that's look, what a normal business would do. I mean, not, everybody else has no, to do it, right? In a normal business, you'd be fired. You'd be fired. Well, true. That's look, true. If, that, if yeah. I told, listen, think about this, right? If, if I cost my company $54 million on a scandal of an app like this, and it was a national scandal, I wouldn't be getting a bonus. I'd be polishing off my resume, right? That's what would happen. I'd be polishing you'd be off charged. my resume. Well, yeah. I mean, look, who knows about that? But at the very least, right, polishing off my resume. Okay. Now, the term bonus in the federal government, it's, it's more like a participation award at this point, right? Because since 2015, the feds have handed out more than a billion dollars in bonuses. 90% of government executives are getting a bonus every year, despite the fact that federal government departments consistently fail to meet half of their own performance targets. Okay, the CBC, $99 million in bonuses since 2015. Bank of the Canada. Bank of Canada. <laughs> Words right out of my mouth, right? Fail to do their one and only job and keep prices relatively low. Doesn't matter. Tens of millions of dollars in bonuses. The Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation, right? They're supposed to be around. Uh, to make sure that housing essentially is affordable. Well, in the last couple of years, how many Canadians can't afford a home? How many Canadians are worried about their mortgage payments going through the roof? Doesn't matter. Rubber stamp tens of millions of dollars in bonuses anyway. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I would say that people would be surprised, but I don't think they are anymore. And I think that's why we get the cynicism we do, right? And And so I'm sure... You know, a lot of this, I think, will be laid out by the Auditor General on Monday when she tables her report, and then you'll be able to figure out who exactly got that bonus. And if anybody in questioned at, at the top or who's under investigation got a bonus, then it, it, it should be clawed back. I mean, well, the least of, to say of the what least. we can do, right? To say the, the least. To, to can, the I least. Of, yeah. can I give a little bit of uh, bright, you know, some hope? 
I would take right, anything. Least, yeah, hope is good. We'll okay. take it. So, yeah. I mean, they're obviously not in government, right? But the Conservative Party and uh, the leader, Pierre Polyev, he is on the record. He was on the Canadian Taxpayers Podcast when he was running for leader. And he said that he would cancel bonuses for failing government authorities. He spe- uh, specifically, sorry, word salad. He specifically said he would cancel those bonuses, uh, you know, for failing government authorities like the CBC, like the Bank of Canada. Uh, so we're going to hold uh, him and his party to that. But a little bit of bright yeah. spot, at least there are some people talking about this in Ottawa. In 2024. Amazing. Amazing that we're going to make it so you have to earn it. And if you don't earn it, you're not getting it. What a novel concept. I'm glad someone's come up with this now. All right, stay tuned on this one. Appreciate the update. Thanks for having me on. There you go, Frank Tarazano. And yeah, we'll get the Auditor General report on this on Monday, and it will probably lay out a lot of the uh, good, bad, and very, very ugly. But again, this this assumption that just because there's a bonus to give, you get it, I know it wouldn't happen in the private sector. If you earn it, you will get it. If you don't, then you don't.